This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, we are back, hour number two. Thank you for waiting. We appreciate it very much. Dion Pouncil joining us now. He is uh, CIO and principal at Pouncil Capital and the founder of Money School. That's S-K-O-O-L, by the way. Dion, welcome. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it very much. So you heard me talk in the last hour just a little bit there about the debt ceiling and the fact that it does, I believe, like you, that it impacts all of us. The problem is I don't think most people understand why. So would you explain to us why that is? Yes, absolutely. So essentially, when the government spends money or they take money away, it affects the entire U.S. economy. So when the government spends money, um, it allows more money to be in circulation. So that affects businesses, the stock market, and everybody seems to be bullish and the market goes up. When the government is decreasing the amount of money, they're collecting taxes. Mm -hmm. And that essentially is how they balance the liquidity or non-liquidity in the market. Okay. And in doing so, the effect the the lives of everyday Americans, whether they believe it or not, or whether they realize it or not even, right? Absolutely, 100%. And so, you know, they, they throw out these technical jargons and quantitative easing, quantitative tightening, et cetera, uh, that goes over the common man's, you know, understanding. But the bottom line is is we have to empower our people, first and foremost, with at least the education to understand what's actually happening. Mm put the people in an empowered state to Mm -hmm. be able to say, you know what, let me take control of my finances and let me take Mm -hmm. control of my future and not be dependent on the government no matter what decision they make. I have long said, Dion, I want to get your feelings on this. I've long said, though, the part of why math skills in public schools are down across the board is when you don't have students graduating high school or even college, for that matter, that know what a trillion dollars is, nonetheless a billion dollars. It's easy to have $32 trillion in debt, and no one notices. Tell me I'm wrong. Absolutely. I mean, look, the federal budget deficit was $335 billion in October and November of 2022. Um, but for that shift, some payments in September, the deficit would have been $399 billion. So $42 billion more than the corresponding shortfall. And now in the first two months of the year, we see a surplus of that, and we see some bullish and some positive signals. But telling someone that the market is up 42 or down 42 billion doesn't help them pay their rent that might be due on March 1st or how they can create a budget for themselves and their family. 
And I have my own thoughts on this, but Dion, I want to get yours as to why is it, and, and I, I don't think I'm wrong in stating this, I don't know if there's any facts to back me up, but I would say that financial literacy in today, 2023, is a far cry from what it was in 1953, 63, 73. I can go on up the years, by the way, and I just feel like our financial literacy continues to go down when actually it should be going up with all the tools we have at hand. That is 100% correct. You think about the Internet being a bridge or uh, on-ramp to um, access of information, but the quality of information and how we're structuring it has been worse than ever. Financial education is an extremely important thing. It actually, in my opinion, should be mandatory. Because if we live in a capitalistic society, then that means that money drives everything. And if we're not teaching people about capitalism and about money – then we're literally putting people behind. And I believe, Dion, we are. And I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. And this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. I talk about it a lot, and I don't know why more people don't take advantage of it. And I think I know why. It's because, A, they don't know that it exists. They think it's almost a fallacy that doesn't exist. It's too good to be true. And then last but not least, they get attached to things, so they don't do the things necessary to make themselves financially independent. And that is the capital gains uh, how should I say this? The, the, the non-capital gains on your personal residence up to $250,000 a person. If you're married, that's $500,000 as long as you live in that home for two years. Dion, tell me, how many people do you know take advantage, move every two, three, four years, take advantage of that free capital gains, which, by the way, is total free income? How many people do you know take advantage of that? Yes, for sure less than 1%, right? There you go. Because one, you don't know what you don't know, and two... Uh, the majority are not teaching people how to use and leverage those strategies, right? So, you know, I'm a financial expert with a pretty conservative political view, and I often defend capitalism, right, against criticism, because I believe you can have constructive capitalism. You can teach people Mm -hmm. about money and enable people to make money for themselves and still have a positive society and still have people positively impacting other people's lives. Everybody can make money and have good lives without feeling scarcity um, or socialist approach. Well, in fact, Dion, I would say that, by the way, I agree with everything you just said, and I'll even cap that off by saying the the more financially sound a society is, in fact, there's a, there's a little quote I have at the top of my notes. I, I used to say this every day. I've kind of stopped. I should get back to saying this. When the healthy, or sorry, when the wealthy are healthy, the poor get more. In other words, the better that society is doing, the more money there is to go around for even some of the charitable organizations that are out there. And, and you and I both know when you've got extra money to give, in most cases they will, because when you've got it, you're not stingy, because if you were stingy, you wouldn't have had it in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And as I teach my students at moneyschool.com, is a rising tide raises all yep. ships. Yep. That is a fact. Okay, so talk for a moment about, I don't have that in my notes. I mean, I know that you are the founder of, but I don't have much in my notes about Money School. Talk about that for a moment, if you would, Dion. Yeah, absolutely. Money School was inspired by some time in the hospital, actually, in 2021. So I am the Principal and Chief Investment Officer for Council Capital, which is an algorithmic hedge fund that I run. But not everybody can invest into a hedge fund. You have to be a accredited investor, QEP. You have to make hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that plus being passionate about financial education, I want to create a 
community and a platform that could touch anyone no matter where they are in their financial journey. So we can educate you on what money is, how it operates, and then give you tools to make money via things that you are interested in. So whether that's trading, whether that's investing, whether that's creating an online business, whether that it's creating a service or product, teaching you how to use skill sets to make Mm. money and then use that money to design the lifestyle that you want to live. So over the last 12 months, even though we were in a recession, our students made $4 million. Nice. And so, you know, the proof is in the pudding, Mm -hmm. you know, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. They do not. So you are a lot like me. You believe money is neither good or evil. Money is money. It's a tool that can be used to either build wealth or take wealth away, depending upon how it's used, right? I agree 100%. And even deeper than that, I believe that money is energy. So yeah, you can point. literally just use that energy to design the lifestyle that you want to live. It really is just a tool. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not evil. Yep. It's a tool for you to be using to prepare yourself and your future for your family. And I've got a couple of minutes here if you do, Dion. Why do you feel, because you, you know, you're teaching this, you've got students and so on. Why do you feel people, because I do, I do think at one point in time that's exactly how everybody looked at money, by the way, but I think very few, to your point, less than 1%, I think even today, look at it that way. Why the shift? Why has it gotten that way? Well, number one, it's, it's programming by a system. So uh, in, the, in the 1920s, um, it was either Rockefeller or Rothschild was asked why he donated $500 million to the education system. And literally he is quoted because we want a nation of workers, not thinkers. Mm. And so literally the United States education system was set up to create more workers so that it could benefit the people at the top. Now, that's an unfortunate situation. However, we can now use that and say, okay, now that we have this access to information and technology and we can get it for ourselves, we can now train ourselves and our families and our and our youth to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to take this skill set, I'm going to take this money, and I'm going to use it to design the lifestyle that I want to live. And, you know, I'm a firm believer. I don't believe we were created to work, pay bills, and die, right? So we don't need to live in a a fairyland where we just (laughs) go around in this fake utopian society and do nothing. But I do think that we can be productive with the things that we create that can benefit other people, and we can use the money that we get from that by enriching our lives. The one mistake I think that's happened even among even conservatives or Christians alike throughout the years is the whole mention that money is evil. God never said money was evil. In fact, in the Bible, when he talks about money, he's actually talking about uh, mammon. Mammon was a god that people worshipped. So it was the worship of that god or the worship of money that was evil, not the money itself. So to your point, Dion, it should be and is a tool, and it never should be worshipped. And it all really depends on what is the end goal of you doing what you do. And for each one of us, that's different. It's by the way, I don't believe in equity because we are not equal. We are all different. We all have different things and needs and wants and desires and so on, which, by the way, is a beautiful thing, is what, make the, is what makes the world go around, in my opinion. Right, because we're all unique. And, you know, one of the things that I teach my students at MoneySchool.com is the more you learn, the more you earn. That's right. right. These are just proven yes. things. And going back to the Bible, you talk about a, a passage or story like Solomon, right? He became the richest of all yep. time because he actually prayed for wisdom instead yes, right. of the material That's things. That's right. 
So if we can actually learn these things and we can use the knowledge and skill sets that we have and what we've learned, and then we can add value and service to people and get money from it. You cannot pay yourself. You cannot feed yourself. You cannot do anything by yourself because something was either created by another person or is served for you by another person. So we all need each other and we all need to embrace everyone's uniqueness and use that collectively so we can rise as a society. Amen. And last but not least, do that on our own without government assistance, because government assistance just means they're trying to control us and the outcome, and that is not what capitalism or what you're even teaching your students is. Yes, because if you... if. And this is what I tell my students. Nothing is free. If someone yep. gives you something for free, you are the product. That's and right. You become, you have a crutch on that system. Yep. So Facebook is not free. They literally sell You're your the product, data. Dion. Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That no, you you. I speak about that on a pretty routine basis. I'm not a you know financial literacy expert like yourself, although I've. I've done okay in life, I think. I've, I've been able to build some businesses and sell and buy and do different things along those lines. And, and, and I did all that, um, you know, not bragging because I wouldn't recommend this. I did all that without going to college. I did it the hard way. It's called the School of Hard Knocks, which, by the way, I don't recommend. There's easier ways to, to learn and do things, <laughs> Dion. A, like, like, you know, you yourself and money school, there's easier ways to learn this than the way I did, by the way. Definitely understandable. Listen, I'm from the south side of Chicago. I didn't uh, finish college as well, so I understand and had to go a little tougher route, but you understood with your patience, self-control, discipline, and self-motivation, mm-hmm. you were going to be able to achieve those goals, and, and I did the same. And this is what I teach people. is like is if whether you believe you can or whether you believe that you can't, you are right. Yep. Yep. Good. Good stuff. Dion, again, as you can tell, we really think the same way and speak the same language. You are welcome here anytime. If there's anything you'd like to get in front of us and our listeners and just share with people, uh, you are more than welcome to be a part of what we do. I mean that sincerely. I've enjoyed talking to you. I like what you're doing, and we need more of what you're doing, by the way, more of you even doing what you're doing, because we've got to permeate this throughout society. Yes, I appreciate it so much. People can go to moneyschool.com, M-O-N-E-Y-S-K-O-O-L.com, or follow me on all social media platforms, Dion Pouncil, D-I-O-N-P-O-U-N-C-I-L. And right now we're really just focusing on Money School, and then we also have uh, our investment club, the Money School Investment Club. And this gives people the opportunity to do group economics and invest in different businesses, stocks, products and real estate that we're doing collectively as a community nice dion again any of that stuff down the road that you want to talk about let us know i'll get you back on i'd love it sir sounds good thanks Dion. appreciate it very much dion pouncil and as he said his last name is p-o-u-n-c-i-l so just like council only with a p in the front hi-fi plumbing is next folks and you know one thing i don't mention enough is if you want to help some of the individual businesses that we have on our program, like we were just talking about with Dion, I guess, you know, all of them really fit that description. These are all individuals that got into business for a reason. They want to take care of people. They're not in it for the money. They're in it for you. And one of those happens to be High Five Plumbing. Write this number down, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Take care of that plumbing issue. Pay the way that works for you. High Five lets you choose between a good, better, and best fix option with tiered pricing. You have a choice on the repair they do. And a say in the price you pay. No more waiting for a plumber to be finished with the job only to find out that it's going to cost double what you initially thought. 
That's no reason to avoid calling a plumber. On top of their good, better, best fix, Hi-Fi Plumbing offers a range of financing plans because plumbing repairs and emergencies don't wait until it's a good time for you. You can't control when you need to call a plumber, but you can control who you call. Call the plumber that meets you where you are already at. Call Hi-Fi Plumbing today and mention KLZ for $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by Hi-Fi Plumbing. Now for a limited time only. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Extreme Auto Repair is up next. Again, another great business that, uh, again, was started and owned by individuals that understand everything we were just talking about with Dion. They want to take care of you, your vehicle, keep your vehicle lasting as long as possible. It's how you save money overall, and Extreme Auto Repair can help you with all of that. KLZRadio.com is where you find them, or 303-841-1071. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com extreme. Veteran windows and doors. When it comes to your home, when it comes to you know doors, windows, things like that, you want to be comfortable, aesthetic, you want things to look nice, and at the end of the day, increase value of your home. And Dave Bancroft at Veteran Windows and Doors can do all of that. 303-529-0720. You signed with another window company, and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on the dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Get 50% off in the month of February only when you mention KLZ Radio. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Lines open, by the way. My son Richard has uh, some family things going on. Won't be able to join us until about 445, so if you want to call in, feel free to do so. 303-477-5600. Somebody texted in and said, if dollars were seconds, one million seconds equals just 11 days. One billion seconds is three years. A trillion seconds 
is 3,000 years. Think about that for a moment, folks. If dollars were seconds, 1 million seconds is just 11 days. Doesn't seem like very long, although it's seconds, so it whips by. A billion seconds, which, by the way, is 1,000 millions, equals three years. A trillion seconds, which is a thousand billions, is 3,000 years. So I commented back that it's amazing how many people just don't understand what a trillion is. And I'll make a statement that I know is true because I've, I've investigated this and talked about this many times and talked to other people about it. In fact, uh, an old gentleman that I used to know for years was, was a real mentor and uh, a guy that I had a lot of respect for told me that even numbers not this big, but really even a billion dollars, you can't spend a billion dollars in your lifetime. Now, you can invest the billion dollars, you can give a billion dollars away, but you really can't spend a billion dollars, and let me explain. So in a trillion would even be way worse. A trillion's a thousand billions. Let me explain. Some would say, well, I can go buy a big house, I can buy an airplane, I could buy a yacht. Yeah, guess what? Those are investments. Because in that world, they typically go up in value, not the other way around. Use an example, Mark Wahlberg. He just sold his California big mansion that he had for $52 million. He only invested a fraction of that to get there. And, of course, he spent a lot of money remodeling and so on, but $52 million. He didn't spend money, is my point, on his house. He invested and made money with what he did, and he turned some money into more money. So if you do things correctly, you can't even spend a billion dollars in your lifetime, and you definitely couldn't spend a trillion dollars in your lifetime. Joe, what's up? John, on the topic of <clears throat> debt and uh, why and uh, interest rates, um, last year, do you know how much we, last fiscal year, which ended September 30th, do you know how much of our federal budget went to uh, interest just on the national Oh, it's debt? a ton. I've got the debt clock in front of me. I haven't looked at it in a few days, but it's a ton, Joe. Well, as of a month ago, it was $475 billion. Now, by the way, it was only projected to be like $395 billion, but it came in much greater. And, you know, uh, and by the way, even that number was just 1.48%. And you, you know how they kept it that low? Artificially. Well, they did it when they auction off Treasury. But, you know, there's two-year notes, five-year notes, mm-hmm. 10 years, 20, 30 years. Right. And... And traditionally, the long term, that you know, the thirty-year notes had the highest interest rate. So every quarter, when the treasury had to go get some more money, borrow some more money from China and the countries around the world, and they would, and insurance companies, by the way, park some of their assets there. They would auction off primarily the short-term notes. Right. And back, back when, remember back when interest, like it was just three years ago. Uh, you could get like 0.75 percent on a on a bank savings account. You get you know, so they were they were auctioning off primarily these short term notes that had interest rates uh, way less than two percent. Right. Now here's the downside. This year we're going to have to raise another 1.6 trillion in debt in, in to fund you know the, the the this year's deficit. However, about seven trillion of the already the debt that's already is going to come due and has to be replaced mm-hmm. because those two and five year notes are maturing so it's not just 1.6 trillion the, the treasury is going to have to sell about 9 trillion of 
fresh. Yeah, our official deficit right now, and of course, it's increasing. But currently, right now, as I look at the debt clock, it's one point four trillion. Right now, that's this year's deficit already. Right, it's projected to be one point six. Correct. So here, so as Biden would say, so here's the deal. So we're going to have to sell about seven trillion of yep. Treasury bonds we gotta, this year. We've got to recapture the old debt and sell it off again. Right, plus one point six of new. Yep. Do you know what the? I, I saw it this morning. Do you know what the current interest rate on a two-year Treasury Treasury bond is? Uh, is it is it close to six now, Joe? Four point eight. Which okay, is, so five. Five. It is four to it's three and a half times what it was. So we're going to re, be replacing one point five percent interest rate debt. Yep. With and it, it's really it goes to a discussion I've had even with some of the the you know fancy money guys and so on. It's it's does the Federal Reserve not understand what it's doing even to all of the things that you're talking about? And I, and I understand the Federal Reserve doesn't care. They're trying to get inflation in check. Although those knuckleheads have no idea how that works anymore because we have a different economy now than we used to, and what they do doesn't have the same effect as it did at one time. And all they're doing really at the end of the day is costing all of us as taxpayers more money in lots of ways, including the one you're talking about. Yep, and let me read you a quote from a. This is from a Bloomberg story. It says the budget gap uh, for just the, the three months October through December reached 421 billion, uh, with an increase from the pre- previous year driven large, largely by ri- rising expenses linked to higher inflation. Interest payments on public debt. Here's a key: rose by 57 billion, or 37 percent, over the same three-month period a year before. Um, uh, anyway, at the first quarter rate, and assuming no further increases in the average interest rate, the money the U.S. will spend on interest payments this fiscal fiscal year alone would jump from ready for this 475 billion to wait for it 840 billion Jeez. this year, a number larger than the entire military budget of the United States. Wow, Charlie, you want to grab that phone, by the way? Yeah, it's amazing, Joe. And and, and again, what I don't understand is why. The and I know why, but I don't understand why the Federal Reserve doesn't doesn't see things the same way you and I do. I, and I get it; they they think they're controlling one thing and they're trying to have an effect on something else, and so on. Bottom line, all they're doing right now, in my opinion, Joe, is screwing things up more. They are, and and the federal government has to get serious. I mean, you know, the sooner you take action to fix it, the less painful the fixes are going to have to be. The longer you wait, the more painful. And I'm sure you've been in businesses, John. If they'd have done something. You know, sooner if they did something six months or a year sooner. Um, yep. You know, the been a huge difference. A huge difference. Um, the longer we wait, the more painful yep. it's going to be. And these knuckleheads, I mean, A, they waited too long to start doing anything in the first place, which, you know, folks like myself and you were even warning them all the way back at the beginning of COVID when stimulus text checks started getting written. We were talking about it then. They responded way too late, and unfortunately, they're so late to the game right now, they're literally just meddling and screwing things up worse than what it was. They'd be best off to just let things ride for a little while and start lowering things here towards the end of the year to get things back on track, or they're going to end up just pushing that deficit number that you talked about a moment ago, up and up and up. Yep. And, John, you know, I've thought long and hard about if I were king, how would I fix this? And and one of the things I would do immediately, I would take all the programs the federal government administers. By the way, if if uh, the state sends the federal government a dollar and the and the federal government sends them, you know, sends them back money, they only get back 78, 78 cents. 22 cents went to overhead and, you know, bureaucracy. Right. First thing I would do is I would say any program, I'm going to pick programs that I think should exist, but should be funded at the state and county level. Let's take Meals on Wheels. Great program, necessary program. 
but it should be funded at the local level. Right. And, and here's the other thing. I'll even go one step further. I don't even think that's the state's responsibility to have the charities do that. If you want to help funnel, that, funnel some money in some charities or do something along those lines, fine, but the state should not be running that either. Well, here, here's an interesting thing. What if you put on the ballot, the federal government is no longer f- going to fund Meals on Wheels. Would you, the taxpayers of Pickett, state of Colorado, Douglas County, or the city of Denver, would you, the residents of whatever whatever entity it is, would you be willing to have your taxes increase, whether it be sales tax? Yep. Would you be willing? I'd love to see how votes like that would turn out because everybody says, yes, we need to fund this. I can tell you much. that it would be a no in Colorado because that's typically the way our voters vote here, Joe. Right. So it would be because right now the, the I think the problem is everybody says, yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's vote for it because mm-hmm. the federal government's going to pay for it. What if every time you said yes to one of these social welfare programs, you were voting to take money out of your own pocket? Yep, and I I think that's the yep. issue is that I agree. People, it, oh, that's that's a wonderful program. Yeah, we 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 should do that. Then then do you want to no, spend? And the next question should be then do you want to spend your tax dollars on it? Yeah, so that's what I think should happen, John. And, and by the way, not your current tax dollars. We're going to raise you by X amount of money if we're going to continue on with this. I agree, Joe. If we if we did more things like that, you'd see you'd see. A quick cut, and I like you. If I was if I was king in charge for a month, a day, a year, whatever, I would privatize so many things it would make people's heads spin, and some programs would just be cut and gone away, done, handled, out of here. Yeah, I don't ever think you know. I don't think there should be a you know city highway, a county highway department. I think other than to administer subcontractors. Right, that's I it. Mean, that's it. You should yeah. you should have an office that handles that end of it and that end of it only. Exactly. You know the only and the only. Uh, I would even vote for privatizing mail delivery, by the way. Oh, I would, I would to get rid of the post office altogether. I agree with that, Joe. First of all, yeah. how many people mail letters anymore, and why do you need to? And, and why do you need to exactly? And, in fact, if it was privatized, I think, John, I would, if, if, if I was privatized, I would offer mail delivery three days a week. Um, and yep. if, you want it, if you want it more frequently, it's going to cost that would you. That would be a premium service. That's right. By the way, do you know that the, the ATC system – Aircraft has been already partially privatized. Hmm. Some of the some of the people sitting in control towers work for a third party company. Nice. They, we need to do more of that. Actually, every airport in the country should be privatized as well. Yeah, and it, John, it works just fine. When I come in for a landing, yep. I can't tell you if the guy works for the <clears throat> works for the FAA or, or works for a third party contractor. They're all just as yep. competent. Joe, you and I together, two people, two individuals, could cut the budget. At the federal and every state level, by uh, I, I, might, I don't think I'm stretching here. At least, at least thirty percent, if not more. And John, there were, and you know, some of the mistakes that people make in business, like I've seen bosses say, "Well, we're going to have a ten percent across the board." No, no, you got to uh, you got to pick and choose each one. Right, and some you just do away with. That's right. I don't think, That's I don't right. Think there should be a federal department of education. Nope, that, that one that one under me would go away tomorrow. Done, out of here. And the. And the Department of Energy, other than managing uh, nuclear waste, I don't think the, D- the DOE should exist. DOE doesn't need to exist, and the EPA can go away. Every state can handle that on their own. Yeah, I, John, I'm not aware of a single state that doesn't have their own Department they of do. Environmental Quality. Or, or a city or county that doesn't have a Department of Health, Joe. We've got so many layers of that, it's ridiculous. And they all have to report up the yep. line, and they all have to get money back, That's back right. down. That's right. That's right. It's just bureaucracy we don't need. Yep. So, uh, you know, by the way, it's um, like I was talking earlier about the $30 an hour a worker to study what's in the trash of resorts in Telluride. What a waste of money, Joe. By the way, one of my favorite authors now deceased was a guy named Peter Drucker. Great. Oh, yeah. Management. Oh, yeah. Great. And Peter Drucker said the difference between efficient and effective 
He said efficient is, is doing things right. He said effective is doing the right things. Mm. So we spend a lot of money in government getting better at doing things that shouldn't be done at all. You got it. Joe, I'll leave you with that. That's a great segue into the commercial. Perfect. Thank you, as always, by the way. Bob and Thornton, hang tight. I'll come right back to you as well. Denver IT Security is next. And a lot of you that have businesses have networks. They need to be monitored, taken care of, and make sure your security is where it needs to be. Call John today at Denver IT, 720-593-6688. Your business is at risk without the proper protection for your network. Just one compromised computer means hackers can gain access to your entire network. John Kanata of Denver IT Security has industry-leading zero-trust security packages that gives you the freedom of network security wherever you go. Each computer is set up on its own secure network through a process called micro-segmentation, so hackers can't move freely throughout the whole network. They can also provide a team of professionals to monitor for any possible breaches. With Denver IT Security's Zero Trust Security Bundle, you've got a professional watching your back for you. Between their comprehensive security package and a team of security experts watching for suspicious activity, your staff can work just as securely and productively from home, airports, and coffee shops as they do from your office. And you will have peace of mind knowing that you're covered every time. Get network security that works seamlessly by partnering with John Kanata and Denver IT Security now. Call for a consultation today at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or visit klzradio.com slash security. Speaking of money, Golden Eagle Financial, call Al Smith today and set up your appointment. 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC-registered advisor. Affordable Interest Mortgage, we'll talk to Kurt here in about 20 minutes. In the meantime, if you need him, call him directly, 720-895-0500. That's Affordable Interest Mortgage. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take aim. 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 
30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Premier Home Remodels, we talked to them at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. So if you want to know more about them, just listen in at about 6 o'clock, and you'll hear them all over again. In the meantime, if there's anything you need, call them directly, 720-619-8773. You want to remodel, but you're nervous about making such a big investment in the wrong company. Premier Home Remodels is always transparent with their communication and pricing that you can trust them with your kitchen, bathroom, or basement remodel. Other companies give you an attractive-looking bid and add on the cost of materials later, so you end up spending way more than you expected. Premier Home Remodels gives you a detailed bid that will only change should they run into an unexpected issue that must be fixed. Premier Home Remodel shows you that they are the right choice for the job by keeping you informed every step of the way. All labor is under warranty for up to one year after completion and inspected when the job is finished. You can rely on Premier Home Remodels to get your custom remodel done right the way you want it. Set your consultation today. Call 888-679-0288, 888-679-0288, or visit klzradio.com remodel. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Bob, I got a few minutes here before our next break, so we're going a little bit long there, but go ahead. I'll give you plenty of time. What's up? Okay, well, you know, I was listening to Joe there before uh, I was going to bring on my subject matter. He's brilliant. Uh, Is that Joe from New Jersey? It is. That's Jersey Joe, yes. Well, he, you know, other than I don't ever hear him call on on drive radio, but the uh, your show, uh, the one hour show before drive radio, yeah, fix it radio, yes, yeah, I hear him all the time. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. You ought to put him on your payroll. uh, (laughs) Don't tell him that he'll want to check. He's just uh, he is so perfect. He is. He's spot on, uh, and you know, has his own podcast now. Does a great job, and. And I've known Joe now for I don't know how many years, and yeah, always great help. I appreciate him greatly. He's he's fabulous. Um, so uh, as far as the budget goes and things like that, um, you know, the budget didn't get too out of whack until, of course, FDR had uh, World War II to to uh, contend with. Correct. And uh, post World War II, we, we kind of came out with uh, well Harry Truman, but and Eisenhower. Eisenhower kind of glided through. Do you know the last president post uh, FDR that uh, balanced the uh, yearly budget? Not uh, no. Who is it? Bill Clinton. Oh, good uh, one. Yeah. Okay, and and do you know why it, it, he but balanced the budget uh, and actually had a little bit of surplus, and it because uh, Newt Gingrich uh, convinced him that it would be, you know, advantageous for right. him to. Uh, pushing things back to the states and having some qualifications on freebies from the government. But uh, up until FDR, uh, the uh, federal government did not play a big role in people's lives. Mm-hmm. It was state, county by county, city by city. And now it seems like everything is at the federal level. Education, Medicare, Medicaid. I mean, it goes on and on, John. Uh, this country was a representative republic. Not everybody raised their hand and vote for what they wanted. 
You know, I'll tell you what. If I got to raise my hand and for, I'd, I'd be drinking a better brand of scotch if the federal government was paying for it. But you know, it, it, it should be back to the states, the counties, and the cities. And if people had a vote on those levels, we wouldn't be spending the money that we're spending mm, now. Good point. Good point. Good point. No, you're spot on, Bob. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And he is right on the money. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is up next. And Absolute will take care of all of your HVAC and electrical needs, whatever they are. Give them a call today, 720-526-0231. Absolute technicians listen first. 1,300 Google reviews at 4.9 stars is proof that you can trust. I'm Isaac. I'm the service manager here at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. At Absolute, we pride ourselves on advising as opposed to telling. We don't do any repairs without talking to the customer first. So we always want clients to know what's going on, understand what we're saying, and make an educated decision for what they would like to do in their home to their HVAC equipment. We always like to set the table for what the client can expect while we are in their home. So that makes the homeowner comfortable with who's in their home. And it also helps us to communicate what we're recommending and why we're recommending it. We pride ourselves on high level communication. Make sure you are heard. Work with professionals that listen. Schedule with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Teresa at the Campion Church said, I have worked with this company for nine years. They are some of the best people to work with. When I call for service on our copier, they are always looking to get there as soon as they can. One time I had a deadline and my copier was down. I called them up to see if I could use a copier in their office and they said, come right on over. Duke has personally come and delivered a copier for our use for a few weeks to make high-speed copies. I have enjoyed working with BES and would definitely recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. A little bit of housekeeping really quick. Uh, My son Richard is going to be joining us here. If you're trying to log into any of our websites right now, we're changing over our Internet provider as we speak, so we've got a little bit of of a downtime there, so that may take a little bit to get things back up and running. So just so that you guys know, if you go to one of the websites and do not get them, uh, never fear. We've not been taken down or taken offline. 
Uh, we are just doing some upgrades as we speak right now, and those are things that have to be done during the daytime, for me anyways, during the daytime, not at night. So just so you all know, that's what's going on in case some of you are pulling up the website and something's not working at the moment. That is why. My son Richard joining us now. Richard, you've jo- you. we always kind of start off this particular time of the week with some car reviews. We don't have a lot right now. We've got some more coming in the future weeks. But for right now, we have driven something of late, which I didn't know if you had a chance to get behind the wheel or not. And that's the new Chevy Equinox. I haven't, Dad. So I'm actually kind of in curious. It, it was sitting there, obviously had a snowstorm kind of smack, you know, smashed around it. And so I'm curious to see what you think, because obviously I've driven the car in the past, but curious to see what they've improved upon. Okay, so I, the car that we drove, by the way, was, uh, as of late, was a 2023 Equinox Premier. This was the all-wheel drive version, 1.5 liter turbo engine. Now, I will give you the pros first, and I'll start there because we try to do both pros and cons. Nice vehicle. In fact, even the wife commented on how the nice how nice the interior was for a vehicle that is under $40,000. This vehicle is 38660. It's the top of the line, has every bell and whistle on it, plenty of room inside by the way, and again, the apportionments are really nice. So, as far as all of that goes, Richard, is just, you know, standard size, you know, kind of that that smaller SUV if you would all-wheel drive worked well to your point the snowstorm that we had had no issues whatsoever it zipped around no no problem whatsoever Uh, that part of it i loved quiet car drove well uh that part was fantastic no complaints whatsoever the only disappointment i think i had uh or one of the disappointments there's a couple but the biggest one is the 1.5 turbo engine at our altitude even though the turbo makes up for some of the lack of air we have here just a little anemic didn't quite have the power that i would have preferred now did it mean that I couldn't drive around and get where I needed to go and pull into traffic and all of that? No. All of that worked okay. I've got no complaints there. Just not quite as much power, Richard, as I would prefer now. I also know in that segment you're competing against other vehicles that probably run very similar. So, you know, I need to be careful when I say that because if you compared it to some of the other models, uh, makes and models that it competes with, it probably does okay. Although... My And, again, it's an all-wheel drive, so I have to keep that in mind. It's fuel economy for being a 1.5 turbo engine. You would think would be somewhere in that 30-mile-to-the-gallon range. Uh, range. The best I got, Richard, was around 25 miles to the gallon. To me, that was the biggest disappointment in the car overall is just its mileage. Well, and that doesn't, and that doesn't seem to be a problem exclusive to the Equinox. Dad, you and I have driven several turbocharged engines over the past several years as they become more and more common, right? True. As people start to, as companies are starting to try and acquiesce to the fuel standards, right, that they have to yep. in terms of fuel economy while, you know, not sacrificing too much power. And, and so they're going to go to the turbocharged engines. And I think it's something that manufacturers will get a little bit better with that. And this is a little bit newer of an engine for GM. Uh, something like it that is. they've kind of come Good out point. with a little bit more recently. And, and I will say this, that it is a crowded segment that this car goes into. You know, you've got lots of different cars from lots of different manufacturers. But from what it sounds like, and just kind of reading some reviews on it um, before we even got the car, it seems like this car's got some special packages, not that you drove all of them, but maybe that kind of sets this car apart in terms of appearance, and, and which may actually lend people because, again, very crowded segment, right, lots of different cars in this thing, and maybe you want something that's not quite run-of-the-mill 
and it sounds like the Equinox maybe offers has that option for you. No, in your in your in your uh, you bring up a great point. They have other versions of this vehicle, uh, you know, kind of downline, if you would, where really you can get into this vehicle into the high twenties, even if you want to, Richard. You don't have to have the all-wheel drive. This just happened to be the vehicle that we had and had to drive. And its rating, by the way, on fuel economy is twenty-four and 30, 30 being highway. But you know, I I spent a lot of time on the highway, and still, best I got was twenty-five, twenty-five and a half. So I think that thirty mark, frankly, and again, we're in the winter months, winter fuel as well so maybe out on the open road summertime a little bit warmer weather you're not warming up and so on maybe you'd get to that 30 but in the winter months i think 30 is a stretch just my own opinion well and, and you may not be wrong dad again i think a lot of and part of what we test folks is what you're hearing is that real real world fuel economy and a lot of cars we test dad a lot of suvs test better than what they're rated at in this case, it was a little bit worse. Not a lot, but five miles a gallon is, is not nothing, I think. No, not in today's kind of, world. It's not you know, not when fuel's, you know, four bucks a gallon or more, Richard. Exactly. And so, and I, I guess, question that, do you know if you need to put premium in the turbo? I'm sure the mini put the... Uh, they are uh, going to recommend it, and I would highly I would highly recommend on a turbo you run premium, which, if to your point, too, I've missed the mark. Uh, premium right now in Colorado, this is uh, February the 27th of 2023. For those of you that may be listening to a future uh, review of this particular vehicle, right now, premium is just a little bit under five bucks a gallon, Richard. Interesting. Well, and, I, and we can actually kind of talk about that a little bit more, Dad, when, the, when, when we finish the review. But I think that definitely something to consider. I do know that Chevy and GM, Dad, continues to make improvements on the engines and on those turbocharged engines. So I would expect in future years for it to you know, only get better, I guess I would say. You know, I think they're yeah. kind of setting themselves a good baseline. And, again, from what I'm used to with that car, folks, again, you can't find a lot of cars all-wheel drive, Dad. And from this past week, I'm sure folks know you know, from from the safety side of stuff, the SUVs, even those kind of those mid-sized, smaller SUVs, that they still sit up higher than a lot of these, obviously, than all of these sedans out there, which definitely helps. And so, definitely something I would consider for folks. But um, honestly, it sounds like a great little car, and definitely something I think keep, people should keep in mind. Yep, and. Uh... Again, uh, those of you listening, please, you can go check one of these out. There is some inventory of these cars around. So this is a car you may be able to actually go and drive and buy. That's the new Chevy Equinox. Go check it out at your local Chevy dealer. Tell them that John and Richard Rush from both Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. All right, moving along, Richard. One other thing I, w- I did want to talk to you about, and we hadn't had a chance to talk about this before you coming on, and that is a little video that I sent you in regards to Chevrolet trucks and the fact that GM right now currently is going to shut the Chevy truck plant down for two weeks. And their their claim is that they want to keep the inventory levels at the dealers where the dealer can make the most money on the inventory they've got. By the way, I call that complete hogwash. There's not a lot of inventory at the dealer level. This is simply a matter of keeping supply low while demand is high and GM making more money along the way. Well, Dad, you and I have talked about this, and that I think there was a report out that came out end of last week. How car, you and I kind of talked about it on the phone. Car sales were better than they anticipated. You know, new car sales, even with rates the way that they're at, and you and I have talked about this for a while. Which is our sort of not fearless prediction, but our prediction is that I think you're going to see these quote unquote shortages continue for a while longer. Right? You're you're not going to see any fix. And honestly, Dad, you and I have said this. Not sure you ever see a quick fix, to be honest with you, because it doesn't benefit the manufacturer. If they can keep the supplies low, even through nonsense statements, let's just say it as it is, no offense, GM, but that's what it is, yep. 
you're 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 running super low on inventory. The more the more cars would be better for the consumer, but ultimately you guys want to be able to keep charging sticker or above or sticker above in some cases. Yep. Yeah, and some of the new trucks, that's exactly right, Richard. You're 100% correct. We watch that market very closely with our fleet operations and so on, and you are right. They're just keeping the demand high, the supply low. The dealer makes a lot of money. The factory's making a lot of money. They don't have to give any incentives. Uh, The price of a new fully loaded three-quarter ton or one-ton truck you're going to go use to haul or anything with, and I mean a fully loaded truck, which, by the way, a lot of folks buy because that's the truck they want or need, Uh, you're ninety grand now for one of those units. Well, Dad, and that's the thing. You you cannot get into a pickup truck anymore on a gas engine for much less than about fifty-five or sixty, and it used to be yep. about thirty-five. Yep. So yeah, prices are up all over the board, and yeah, I'll be honest, it's a little bit irritating. Here's the deal: it's not just GM. Every yep. manufacturer, in my opinion, is going to continue doing this because, again, you and I have talked about it. They're able to maximize their profits while at the same time still, yep. you know. Feeding all of you, know, feeding the trucks and doing all the stuff they need to do, and yep. I, I don't know if it ever changes, folks. So, so hang, you know, hang in there and start ordering something that you're going to want next year. Now, I agree, Richard. I appreciate it. Thanks. I'll let you go, Dan and Blackhawk. Hang tight. I'll get you right after Bruce Simmons from American Liberty Mortgage. Call Bruce with any questions you might have on a reverse mortgage. 303-467-7821. There is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation, even with rising interest rates. Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com slash reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Dan, I got about 30 seconds. Go for it, sir. Okay, things you're talking about. Eliminate postal delivery, just do post office boxes, and have everybody go to electronic documents and yep. stop printing out paper. You are 100% correct. You are so, you're then, spot on. And then, and then privatize Social Security. You eliminate the Social yep. Security Administration. You're right, Dan. Well said. Appreciate it very much. And Dan, by the way, is an expert in all of that, given what he does for a living. So, Dan, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Guys, we'll be right back. Top of the hour, Tara Lynn Romero, who's been with us before, and Jefferson County is trying to steal her land. She's got an update for us right after Kurt Rogers, so stay tuned for Hour 3. Kurt's first. Tara Lynn will be after that. We'll be right back. Hour 3 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.